Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Friday, May 4th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. An 11-year-old boy was struck by a vehicle Thursday afternoon in the 1200 block of Forest Drive. The fire department has not released too many details just yet. However, the boy was struck about 3.30 right at the intersection of Forest Drive and Tyler Avenue. A Maryland State Police helicopter was dispatched, landed at Annapolis Middle School, and transported the child to the Johns Hopkins Center in Baltimore. A witness from the scene did say that the boy was conscious and it looked like he was going to be okay. Obviously, that's not a medical opinion, but someone from a witness. And we do wish the best for the boy who was struck yesterday afternoon. And about the time that was going down in Annapolis, up in North County in Lindale Middle School, a 12-year-old girl fell from a catwalk at a school auditorium through a drop ceiling onto another 12-year-old girl on the stage below. Nobody knows exactly how it happened. The girl who fell was flown to Johns Hopkins Children's Center with serious but non-life-threatening injuries, and the other girl was taken by ambulance to Johns Hopkins Children's Center with possible serious injuries. And we hope for a speedy recovery for both of those girls as well. Here in Annapolis, Alderwoman Rondell Pindell Charles is still harping about the medical marijuana cannabis dispensary, which is under construction on West Street in Anne Arundel County. Now, it is in Anne Arundel County and not in Annapolis City, but she has sent a letter to the State Marijuana Commission asking them to deny their final license. And the commission has said that this is the first time anyone has sent a letter requesting a denial of the final license. And it's not quite how it works, because what they do is they issue a provisional license to allow for construction. Any kind of location approval or anything like that is up to the county, and that has been already handled. The final license that they do grant only comes after the site is built and all of the inspections are completed to make sure that the dispensary complies with all the rules of the state. The blue crab is almost synonymous with Maryland, but any more could cost you a lot more due to a major shortage of workers in the state's seafood industry. Most of Maryland crab plants use workers who are in the U.S. through an H-2B visa program, which allows employers to bring foreign nationals into the country to fill temporary non-agricultural jobs. However, the feds made a change in how those visas were awarded this year. Instead of a first-come, first-served basis, they are now on a lottery basis and they have reduced the numbers. So there are fewer visas to go around and it's causing problems for crab companies. The Baltimore Sun says that nearly half of the crab houses on the eastern shore don't have enough employees. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services said that it received 2,700 petitions requesting for 47,000 workers across all industries, which is much more than the number of H-2B visas available. In response, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has asked the federal government to, quote, take immediate action to raise the visa cap. In his letter, he said many of these businesses operate in rural parts of our state and have relied on guest workers for decades. They will be forced to shut their doors or start importing crab meat if this issue is not addressed immediately. We'll see how that works, but in the meantime, expect to pay much, much more for your crab meat. 
The Washington Redskins are in the news, but not in a good way. The New York Times had an expose the other day about topless cheerleaders in Costa Rica. Redskins President Bruce Allen said the team is very concerned by a recent report that several cheerleaders were required to go topless for a calendar shoot during a 2013 trip to Costa Rica and to accompany male sponsors on an evening out. In a statement posted to the team's Twitter account today, he said, We are immediately looking into this situation and want to express how serious we take these allegations. The New York Times reported a 14-hour day that included a calendar shoot at the all-adults Occidental Grand Papagayo Resort, in which several cheerleaders said that they were required to go topless in front of the FedEx Field suite owners and the team sponsors, all of whom were male. Later, nine cheerleaders of the 36-member squad that were there were told to accompany male sponsors to a nightclub for the evening. One of the cheerleaders told the Times that they weren't putting a gun to our heads, but it was mandatory for us to go. Bruce Allen did also say that he has spoken with a number of current and former cheerleaders over the past two days and has heard very different firsthand accounts that directly contradict many of the details of the May 2nd report in the New York Times. In southern Anne Arundel County, County Executive Steve Shu, Fire Chief Alan Graves, and Delegate Seth Howard broke out the shovels and broke ground on the new Galesville Volunteer Fire Station. The new fire station is 11,000 square feet. It will cost $6.8 million and will be located at 6920 Owensville Road, which is about a mile and a half from the existing station. If you've ever been down to Galesville, you'll know that station probably could use to be replaced, and the old station, I'm going to guess, was probably built in the early 60s. This Galesville Capital Project is made possible through the Jumpstart and Rundle Capital Project financing program, and what that does is that embraces a 30-year bond financing option, so we can do major capital improvements that are needed such as this. And those are the top stories that we have for today. Be sure you check out ionanapolis.net for all of the rest of the news throughout the day. And stay tuned for our weekend picks coming up a little bit later. But first, we have Sean O'Neill with RBC Wealth Management. And then, of course, we've got George Young with DMV Weather. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. More than likely, the primary reason you save and invest is to achieve your life goals while ensuring your long-term financial well-being. But before you can determine your preparedness towards your goals, you need long-term answers to important questions about how much money you need, where it will come from, and how long it will last. RBC Wealth Plan, a new industry-leading tool, is now available to help answer these questions and develop your personal plan using a conversational approach. With RBC Wealth Plan, we can create a personal analysis based on these unique goals while offering you the ability to weigh certain decisions and determine what's best for you and your family. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPA. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, May the 4th. Today will bring one more summer-like day to Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County with temps in the upper 80s and lower 90s along with breezy south-southwest winds ahead of a cold front approaching from the west, which will bring a chance of late afternoon and nighttime showers and even thunderstorms to the area. And with that cold front will come high temps back down in the 70s over the weekend while the threat of showers and storms lingers through Sunday. As the cold front lingers a bit to our east and is reinforced late Sunday by a second front from the west-northwest, 
all of which will clear out by Monday morning, allowing cooler high pressure to move in from the northwest, setting the stage for weather perfection next week with sunshine and high temps in the 70s. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Enjoy the weekend ahead, rain or shine, and be sure to get our free app by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store, and also follow us at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather informed. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hey, it's May and it's Maryland Podcast Month. No, Hallmark didn't invent this puppy, so there's no need to get a card, but do yourself a favor and give a listen to some of the other Maryland-based podcasts. Our right-wing friends, hey, they called us liberals first, at Red Maryland have put together a website called MarylandPodcastMonth.com, and it lists all of the podcasts that are participating this month. Throughout the month of May, many of us will be showing up on other Maryland podcasts as guests, and we'll have all sorts of antics throughout the month. Among the participants are Red Maryland and Ion Annapolis, of course, and then others to cover every topic you can possibly think of. Podcasts such as Quality Time, The Maryland Crabs, A History of Maryland, The Conduit Street Podcast, Laugh Finder, The Extra Point Show, Society Fringe Players, The Mark and Lowell Show, The Engine Mom Podcast, and quite a few more. So go to MarylandPodcastMonth.com, check it out, get familiar with a new podcast near you, and of course, please let all your friends and associates know as well. And we will see you all May during Maryland Podcast Month. Need to make plans for the weekend? We got you covered. Here are our top picks. Be sure to visit ionanapolis.net to sign up for the events newsletter with a listing of all the upcoming area events. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yes, it is the weekend and it has a lot of things going on, including Cinco de Mayo. So let's get right into it. There will be plenty of places to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. You may want to go to Caliente. You may want to go to Sin Fronteras. You may want to go to El Toro Bravo, the Mexican Cafe, Chewy's, any number of the Latin-themed restaurants. But whatever you do, please be careful. Please drive safely and drink responsibly because the state police said they're going to be out and they're going to be looking for you, as will Anne Arundel County and Annapolis City. Annapolis City Police Department is also holding another one of their Know Your Limit events on Saturday, May 5th from 7 to 11 at Market Space downtown. Officers are going to be on foot near the market house offering free breathalyzer tests without a ride to jail, unless you're a jackass and then that's on you. Volunteer participants will be asked if they feel safe to drive a car, and then they'll blow into a portable breathalyzer, and they will be told what their blood alcohol content is and given an educational card with information on it to get them home safely. If you feel you're impaired, call an Uber. Pay the surge pricing. National Travel and Tourism Week kicks off May 6th through 12th. So what's that mean for you? Um, Well, Annapolis is going to start it off a little bit early on Saturday, May 5th from 9 to 11 with a clean your block party. We need to make Annapolis look a little bit more pretty, a little bit nicer. As a Keep America Beautiful affiliate, Annapolis Green is partnering with the city of Annapolis and community leaders and organizations to coordinate a hashtag clean your block effort as part of a nationwide Great American Cleanup. See how you can take part in this at annapolisgreen.com. That goes from 9 to 11, and at 11, you can head over to the Visitor Center on West Street, 
where Mayor Gavin Buckley will be dedicating a permanent water refill station located at the Visitor Center. After that, he's going to go out back and dedicate a 7 foot by 48 inch Blue Heron sculpture that will be placed in the parking lot behind the Visitor Center. Also tomorrow, a very cool event sponsored by the Friends of Anne Arundel County Trails, which I didn't realize had existed until about a month and a half ago. But they have gotten together with Anne Arundel Community College Astronomy Club and the Solar System Exploration Division of the NASA Goddard Space Flight Center. And they are going to offer a day of public programs focusing on our solar system. It includes a planet walk on the Baltimore and Annapolis Trail, an illustrated evening presentation on asteroids at Anne Arundel Community College, followed by a stargazing party at the Anne Arundel Community College Observatory. Attendance and parking are free for all of the events. You can get more information on all of the things that are going on, including the evening events at friendsofaatrails.org. Who doesn't love Maryland? We need a festival for that, and lucky for you, we have one. It's up at Kurtz's Beach in Pasadena, and it's called the Made in Maryland Festival. It happens Sunday from 11 to 5 p.m. And anything about Maryland, you can get it there. They've got crabs. They've got oysters. They've got master artisans and crafters featuring Maryland-themed products, food trucks with Maryland culinary staples, native flowers and native plants, a live jousting demonstration, Maryland wines and Maryland craft beers, live entertainment, children's activity, all up there at Kurtz's Beach. And you can get more details and tickets at Made in Maryland Fest. Also on Sunday, May 6th, it is Walk for the Animals. This is the Anne Arundel County SPCA's big event of the year over at Quiet Waters Park. It'll kick off at 7.30 with a fun run. There's the walk from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And of course, your furry friends are welcome. A couple years ago, I actually saw a giant tortoise there too. I don't know whether it walked or not. Um, But then it also has a car show from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. with a bunch of exotic and muscle cars that you'll see there. You walk through Quiet Waters Park with your family and your friends, both two or four-legged, at your own pace. This is all about fun. There will be a vendor village with all sorts of animal-type products, clothing, food, artisans. There will be canine demos from the local police departments, as well as agility demos, which is kind of cool to watch. And you can learn more about this at aaspca.org. However, the big event going on this weekend is Saturday, and I bet you thought I was going to forget it, but no, I did not. It is the 10th annual Naptown Barbecue up at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds. Tickets are $10 in advance, so go get them today. $15 at the gate. Military is $7 with ID. Kids under 12 are free. The gates will open at 11 a.m. They're going to have bands all day, including Rickshaw Lizard, Wesley Spangler, and the headliner will be Ray Scott. There'll be rib eating contests, the People's Choice, where you can actually sample all of the barbecue there. And this is a KCBS, which is Kansas City Barbecue Society, sanctioned event. They're going to have competitions there. They're going to have chef demos. They're going to have helicopter rides. Plenty of things to do for the kids. Now, if you want to go for free, give us a follow on Twitter at IonAnnapolis or our Facebook page, All Annapolis, because I've got a little stack of tickets and I'm going to be hiding them all around town and posting clues throughout the day. So you might score a pair of tickets or If you're lucky, maybe a family four-pack. That is it for the weekend. It is a lot of stuff to do. You've got lots of choices, whatever they are. Do them safely. Do them responsibly. Have a happy Cinco de Mayo, and I will see you on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionannapolis.net, where you can find much more. 
Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.